Welcome to Follow Your Process. I'm your host, David Andres. On today's episode, I'm really excited to have some good friends of mine that I've met uh, over the past couple of years, uh, uh, Dimitri and Angelique. They're both in Austin. I'm down here in Houston. Uh, and we're going to be talking about air vote uh, and air lead. Uh, but before we get started and I introduce them, um, Follow Your Process is a live podcast that uh, goes out on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and we've just expanded our distribution for season two uh, into a bunch of other places, uh, audio podcasts and so forth. So you could, you're going to be able to find Follow Your Process in many different areas. Uh, and I'm excited about that. And um, it's, we discuss life and business topics. Um, I ask a bunch of questions. We tell a whole lot of stories. And the goal is so that my viewers can achieve their desired outcomes um, sooner. Uh, our podcast, again, in season two, uh, is sponsored by David Benegas and Benegas Art. Uh, David is a dear friend of mine for many years, and he takes photographs and converts them into David Benegas Art, which are just stunning uh, images of of the photograph, but in, in an art form. Um, and you can find David uh, at uh, davidbenegasart.com. Uh, you can commission him to do a photograph, uh, or you can buy one of his existing ones as well. So I encourage you to explore that if you're into art. They make great gifts. Um, and David's been a wonderful sponsor over the first season. Um, and today is season, uh, season two, episode one. Um, and I'm really excited to have Dimitri uh, and Angelique with me. Hello, hello, Dimitri. Hello, Angelique. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Hello, Dave. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's, it's good to see you guys, too. Um, just a little backstory here. Uh, I met these people because I also listened to the Get Flush podcast, and they happened to be on it. Um, and Pete's like, man, you got to check out this air vote thing. It's really cool. Uh, and so, of course, I've listened to all the Get Flush, and I've been on a couple, and it's been a lot of fun. And Pete is down in New Zealand, actually, where he does an audio podcast weekly. Um, and he's a good friend of mine and, and we, we collab. And so I discovered this thing called Airboat. Um, and, and you, you'll learn more about it as, as the episode continues, but, uh, I was so convinced as soon as I saw it, I was working with Roy Baring at Tech Sandsite Services out in San Antonio, trying to get the Valero Texas open, uh, one of the oldest PGA events on tour. And, um, obviously back then we were also promoting Santa tracks. So we put air vote in Santa tracks and Roy put air vote in all of his plastics around the course. And for the first time in my history, and I have a long history in golf tournaments, uh, I've done, if you, if you know my history, I won't get into it, but I've done a lot of golf tournaments. Um, it was the first time that operations, Washington operations never called on the radio about a problem with a toilet which is amazing. Now, Roy and I got instant text messages, instant emails of everyone that voted, whether they liked it, whether it was neutral, uh, or whether they, they didn't like something, and we were able to respond to it immediately. So um, I'm going to let Angelique uh, jump in here. And, and I, I, you know, I'm curious, I think my audience is curious, how did you come up with this? And like, like how did you develop it? It's, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Okay, well, thanks, Dave. Yeah, well, you already shared a little bit how we kind of met, but originally idea actually came from Dimitri. You know, we love to travel, we love to go to restaurants, who doesn't? And, you know, you base that sometimes on reviews. You know, uh, you go to a certain place, but also if you have a good or a bad experience yourself, 
you want to leave a review, you want to be in contact with a business owner, but that isn't always so easy. You have to go to Google, you know, to go to TripAdvisor, and you do that later, not in the moment. And that's actually, you know, one of the ideas, you know, traveling in the airports, you have those machines, you know, and you push the button, like how clean is it with a happy face? And that's one how basically the idea came. Also QR codes started to develop. Uh, I'm talking now back in around 2019 when the idea came. And um, Dimitri is like, you know, actually we, you know, have the device with us, you know, our phone and use that, you know, to give this feedback. So he created, um, together with our team um, in Europe, uh, three QR smileys. And that's the scenario. You have a red, a yellow, and a green. And you can create any question you want. For example, you know, how clean is the restroom? And they can instantly vote and you get your feedback. And we can go back into that later. Um, no. At that point, <clears throat> And Dimitri developed with his team. Um, we introduced AirVote in 2020 on the franchise show here in Austin uh, and walked away with some, you know, restaurant customers. Uh, then COVID really got hit. Um, we got into some zoos and they really, you know, wanted to show the public, you know, how are we following the COVID guidelines and ask their opinion about that. Um, the zoos, most of them are government owned by a city. So they are in the parks and from the parks, actually some of the parks have portable restrooms and that's how we came into the sanitation world. Wow. So that wasn't initially the whole plan. And um, so, yeah, and that's, you know, along the way, I think, you know, we, oh yeah, we, then we got into the podcast with Pete and that's how we basically, you know, kind of connected. So we have a little video, um, you know, and that's just about the basic how it looks like in a portable restroom, how to put it in, and some of the comments, you know, we get back. This video is already a little bit older. In the meantime, we have developed already all kinds of extra video features, but we'll go into that later too. Great. Well, let's, let, let, let's watch the video. And uh, just before we do that, let, let me just say this podcast is produced by Livestream Remote in Golden, Colorado, Stephen Tucker. Uh, and if you've watched some of my other podcasts, you're aware of that. But uh, Stephen, let's go ahead and play the video. If you want to know exactly when and where your restrooms need maintenance, can we simply ask the restroom users to tell us? We can't be there 24-7 ourselves, so their feedback on the go may be exactly what we need. How do we do it? Put QR smileys in your restroom asking the question, how clean is this restroom? All the restroom user needs to do is to scan a QR smiley with their phone or they can make a suggestion. You as a business owner receive an alert by phone or email and can quickly respond to it. What are some of the real responses coming from the restroom users? A green happy vote shows clean. A red sad vote shows no toilet paper or needs cleaning. A yellow so-so vote shows some paper on the floor. This real-time feedback is helping restroom owners to identify their challenge areas and improve the quality of their service. Visit our website and start using it for your business.
That's fantastic. And, you know, that's exactly what I identified. You know, I've, I've been in the portable sanitation industry for over 30 years. Um, I currently uh, have Follow Your Process Incorporated here in Texas, where I'm consulting to various portable restroom operators. We refer to them as pros. Uh, and when I saw this, the, the, you always want feedback. You want to know how you're doing, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And this air vote thing is, is just, it gives that. Um, like you can know instantly if someone's unhappy and typically portable restroom operators will have to wait till someone complains or adds graffiti. Um, it, it actually goes down a rabbit hole. That's not really helpful. Um, and so the fact that customer service and or sales can know instantly when someone's not happy, that enables then, you know, the response to go out there and fix it which then doesn't end up getting to the guy that bought the toilet because he's typically not the one that uses the toilet. Um, so, so what's the reception been in the industry? What, what have pros been, t- been telling you? Well, you know, we're now more than over a year in the sanitation world. And, you know, looking just at the data, it's fascinating to see that, you know, over 50% of the, you know, the votes actually are positive. Wow. You know, they're really thinking also, you know, the pro, you know, for their service. So you definitely, you know, see, you know, that we don't always have this image that now a portable restroom is dirty, but, you know, having this and seeing the progression is that, that's a great, great thing, of course. And I think that the the, the greens, you can have them post on, you can post those on Facebook, right? Like you can share yeah. the positive feedback. Um, yeah, exactly. If you want them. Yeah, so, so the scenario is exactly that you have the sticker in your portable restroom or in your VIP trailer close to the restroom user. They grab their, their phone, answer the question, how clean is this restroom? Is there anything missing? When they scan vote green, they can be directed to social media, what the pro wants, to their Facebook page, their website, their Google, and they get straight directed to that, so can leave instantly feedback. Of course, when they uh, vote yellow or red, we do not want to share that with the whole world. And that instantly, uh, the pro can also choose, wants to have it by text message or email, gets notification, and uh, the restroom user can take a picture. uh, If I understand correctly, each one of these are geolocated when they're out there. So there's a process that when you deliver the toilet, you put the sticker in, um, it geolocates. It knows exactly. I think Roy was talking about this. We knew that someone was having a problem at a toilet on hole 17. Like we knew right where it was. And yeah, so the exactly. so, so you get real time feedback knowing exactly where it is. Yeah. Um, because each sticker uh, has a unique set of QR codes and, a, and on each sticker has a unique number. So when you put the sticker, once you put it in, you know, we can activate, it's well, what the pro wants, you know, the geolocation or when the pro puts it in and assigns it themselves directly, no no need for further action. Everything follows along. And I think also the, the person voting can be anonymous or they can ask for follow-up and give their email address so that they can get feedback if they want it. So it's, it's really flexible. Yeah, yeah. so that's uh, exactly if they want to be followed up. Like what we've seen, you know, as responses that some of the project managers, they don't see that there's cleaning happening. So they want to have a follow up, but also, you know, special campaigns, you know, some of the pros are out there. They really want to have, you know, somebody to vote 
and come back and vote again. So you can really see the trend, you know, when the restroom has been cleaned or not. And to promote that, they have a special campaign that you can win something if you vote so many times and leave a, leave a, a Google review. Okay. So there's all kinds of, you know, whatever the pro wants, we basically, you know, yeah. we follow the, the request of our customer. And, you know, I, I can attest to what you just said. Um, it's absolutely true. Angelique and uh, Dominic have been just incredibly responsive, uh, like with everyone. And I have a few clients that are using uh, AirVote, and they will say the same thing, um, that they're just wonderful people to work with. So, so Dimitri, we, you know, we need to hear from you a little bit. What t t Tell us sort of the technical backside of this um, and why you thought of it and like what's going on there on a technical basis? Yeah, uh, from the release uh, perspective, uh, uh, coming from uh, a simple or seemingly simple idea of three QR codes next to each other, it seemed very simple in the beginning. And uh, as we started uh, implementing it, the uh, listening to the, uh, to the businesses, listening to the clients and also to friends, just uh, keeping that, uh, that ear to the ground is helping us and has helped us uh, to this end as well to develop the functionality, not, not hypothetically what we think is gonna be helpful, but uh, really uh, from the customer perspective, uh, what, uh, what they want. Like uh, for example, in the beginning, we didn't even have the social media integration. We just had an internal, and we, we thought that we just, just need to be internally focused, tell the business uh, their problems, blind spots, and things like that. And then a friend of ours said that, hey, uh, the happy responses, why don't you connect them to social media? Fine. Okay, yeah, right. that makes sense. So yes, and then, and you, you, have a, you have a developer, Vlad, who's in the Ukraine, right? And he was he's on vacation today. He was, he was going to be on. But uh, talk a little bit about your team of developers and... Because I've interacted with Vlad quite a bit, and he's great. I, I really like him. Yeah, Vlad, is a, a, he owns, a, as a co-founder and, and a partner with us, he owns all of the research and development. Uh, so when uh, in uh, August 2019, we, uh, we looked for partnership uh, to develop the idea when it was just just an idea in, in my head and uh, somewhat what I shared with Angelique. Uh, and when it started, uh, it started forming into something tangible, Vlad came into picture just incidentally and I'm super grateful for that relationship because relationship with Vlad opened up the relationship with the whole European uh, talent pool of the development and also the business development side. Uh, there is a lot of uh, development that we're doing, the business development in Poland, in Eastern Europe, and uh, in uh, Germany. And it is all done uh, mostly by Vlad and his team that he so, so, so they like they like voting over there too. They absolutely, like the absolutely, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. they're actually working now with, with a few of the hotels, restaurants, uh, and uh, yeah, they're very actively there. Especially in Europe, for some reason, the QR codes are more more developed. People people more closer to usage of the QR codes, and uh, it's actually developing there quite fast. Very nice. So, t tell me a little bit about how you met your beautiful wife. Uh
you know, she's Dutch, you're, you're Russian. T -t Tell me about that. And how did you end up in Austin? I think you guys were up in Seattle yes, at some point, right? Where... Tell us a little bit about you guys as, as you know. Uh, we, met, we met in Seattle. Yes, that's correct. Uh, okay. Uh, to Austin, uh, actually to uh, help our son uh, to fulfill his dream as a farmer. He's uh, one of the fortunate ones who at the age of 11 uh, knew exactly what he was going to do. And he had no question and that was uh, a farmer. So, and uh, we, we also uh, tried to listen to, to his uh, goals and uh, what, what he really wants to do with his, uh, with his life. And now, now here we are in Austin and uh, he now is uh, living on the farm. He farms uh, with show dairy cattle and uh, he, he's living his dream and Angelique and I are living our dream as well, being semi close parents, which is only a three hour drive. So we're not too close to him. We give him yeah. freedom. So, and, uh, but also, so we are in touch daily. So it, it's been a blessing. That's great. And, and you have a computer background, I, I, I believe. I mean, you've been in computers for a long time. Yes, I have technology background um, over 20 years in, in corporate world. I had uh, 15 years at, at uh, Microsoft in IT, in technology then uh, running IT team in Parallels, which is a software company running Windows on Mac. And uh, then I uh, moved to work when we were acquired by Corel Software. Some of us uh, may remember Corel, Corel uh, uh, Draw. So I, I did some of the HR and technology roles in there. And then when the business started picking up, I just felt uh, this, it, this idea deserves uh, deserves full time of, of my focus and also it is somewhere where really it's born from uh, the desire to help the businesses uh, mm. the, to help uh, those who really are looking for the blind spots who are not just just uh, saying oh i'm doing great and whatever is not right is the customer's fault we want yeah, to, to really open up to the businesses who say hey customer tell me what am I, i'm doing wrong and i'm happy to hear so that's yeah. how, that, and then now uh, I think we're very fortunate that we can do it full time. Well, you know, one of the reasons I do this podcast is because uh, I like to put on a recording, a conversation I've had several times, and I wish I had recorded the conversation. And, and that's what we're doing today with you guys with AirVote, because I, I have seen everything you're describing, the pros, once they become aware of it and they understand it, they're like, this is the best. Like this is, and it's actually a marketplace differentiator. I was in was uh, in Iowa earlier this week uh, with one of my other clients, Waste Solutions of Iowa, Tim and Becky Peltzer. Uh, Becky's on the PSAI board. Um, uh, great people in Des Moines. Um, and we were out with their new sales guy and we were describing this to a new customer about how we have this thing called AirVote. We let the users say like whether there's something wrong or they like it, you know, clean everything else. And the guy, I think I was like, you do? Like, you really are doing that? And we're like, yeah. And I, what, what, what's interesting about that is I'm, I'm not saying that that's the reason. I mean, price has to be right. Other things have to be right. Accuracy. There's all sorts of other things for a portable restaurant. Order. But when you say to your client, we're going to let anyone vote on how well we're doing, you're basically being vulnerable and open yourself up for direct feedback 
from the people that have to use a plastic porta john or a restroom trailer, or you can vote on anything here. You could be a vending machine or you could be at a petting zoo or whatever. So the, so the air vote thing applies to any business. But for portable restrooms, I was struck by how lofting that in front of the client, they're like, wow. And it, it creates affinity. They like that. They like that you're accountable. So I'm working with them right now. And I think you guys have helped is to give some graphics about that in their sales literature. So it's now in every proposal, you know, and, and you know, this is what we do and we have air vote. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm telling all my viewers, this, this is actually something you should pay attention to if you're in that industry or if you're in any industry, you can get a hold of Angelique and um, Dimitri and, and, and find out more. And it's not that expensive either. I mean, this is not, this is not a huge expense. Um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what, how, share with my viewers how you get notified. You can get it through text and email. And then you, you, there's a log of all the votes, right? I mean, you, you have a dashboard behind the curtain. T talk a little bit about that. Correct. There are, there are three uh, basic channels of the information that's going on to the business. One channel is uh, the alerts, real-time alerts that uh, are connected, uh, can be connected to any votes. Historically, most of the uh, businesses, they value only non-green uh, votes. They configure them as alerts because they don't really necessarily need to get binged and an email every time somebody was happy, although it's nice, but it's, it doesn't really bring that, uh, that actionable information. So the alerts is one channel. The second channel is the, the immediate scene of the trends in an online, an online dashboard. Every, like you said, they, uh, every vote is registered um, uh, upon scanning. When uh, somebody scans, uh, the vote is already registered. That's the differentiator from us. Usually when people scan QR code, they go to some website, go through a long or short list, whatever, and then there is a big submit button. And before that, if they did not get to that submit button, nothing happens. So here we uh, really, a scan itself takes an action and then whatever people comment, it already adds to that action. But even, even if they close the window after that, close their cell phone, then uh, uh, the scan is already there. We already at least know that somebody was happy, okay, or sad about that particular location. Fantastic. So that information is saved in the dashboard. That's the second one. And the third one is reporting. Uh, there is self-service uh, self pivot tables, set of Excel pivot tables that they, they can pull, uh, business can pull automatically uh, uh, from the dashboard for any time period or any location set. And then it has some pivot charts on top of the raw data. So that uh, the idea is that they don't have to massage the data and pretty it up to show it to somebody. The idea is that you're in a staff meeting or you're at the customer site and you say, okay, do you wanna see how we've been doing? Bam, here is our dashboard. Let me let me choose for the past 30 days. And let me right now download my Excel. And this is the pivot chart. This is what I'm doing for the past, uh, past uh, 30 days by location or by the hour of the day or by the day of the week or, or something like that. That's, that. that's absolutely tremendous. And, and then the other thing that I think uh, at least I would advise Port of Restaurant Operators to do 
is to time how long it took you to fix the problem that was expressed. So out of toilet paper, whatever. And, and that's the goal of every pro is to fix that problem um, uh, and then track how long it took you to fix the problem. I think that builds confidence in, in the buyer to know that you're gonna be responsive, you're gonna know what's going on, anyone can vote and you're gonna come and fix it. And, right. and I, I think that is a, a very, very solid thing that's new to the industry. Um, so uh, for full disclosure, and I, I'd like to have this on the episode, um, let's, let's shift and talk a little bit about uh, something that we developed together um, called Air Lead. Um, so I have been working in the portable sanitation industry since the early nineties. And when I was at Mr. John in New York city, we had a lot of drivers. Um, and those drivers drive around every day, pick up and delivery service route drivers, and they see the marketplace first. Like they see what's going on. They see a new site, a new land clearing. Uh, they're the first ones to know that the six toilets are now getting much fuller because they've added more workers, but not more toilets or not more service. So I had a driver lead program that, that I did at Mr. John. I, when I go to a consulting client, I recommend having a driver lead program. And it was very manual and whatever. So uh, one of the clients, Jay Bar, Keenan Hughes, the sales manager, was really excited about the driver lead program. And he said, well, how about if we, what if we had AirVote do that? I'm like, that's a good idea. So I got a hold of both of you, um, and, uh, we put it together and I educated you, Dimitri and Vlad, um, on, on the components and the structure and the whatever. So now we have an automated QR code. We have two stickers, one's for a new customer lead and one's for an existing customer lead. And it sits on the dashboard of the truck so that anytime during the course of the day, the driver can be geolocated to where he's at with the lead if he wants he can punch it in. It takes about a minute, minute and a half tops for them to fill it in, existing customer, new customer. There's also the ability to take pictures, which is great. So maybe there's a picture of a sign. And then they can also do audio. They can actually record the comments about what they're seeing and what's needed and then hit submit. And the way we've set it up for, yeah, all four of my clients um, is, that, is that that automatically goes to text and email to the sales team the outside salesperson and the inside salesperson, they instantly get it. And within two hours, they follow up. They, they call up the customer and say, hey, our driver was out today. He said, your units are getting full. You either need some more, did you add some more driver? You add some more workers, you need to add some or increase the service to twice a week or whatever the deal is. They enter notes. And then the best thing, the, the reason driver lead programs fail is because of follow-up. No one follows up with the driver to tell them what happened. The driver's out there and said, I turned in the lead. What's going on? Am I going to get paid? I mean, they're, they all want to have incentive. Um, so as far as incentive goes, uh, each driver for a new unit, like let's say he sees a piece of land being cleared and there's a, you know, scrub brushes being pulled and everything else. There's no toilet. And the salesperson goes and sells a toilet and a sink and a dumpster. So he, he, gets, the, he gets the trifecta. That, that ends up being $75 to the driver. It ends up being $25 per unit. And then increased service is 15. So anyway, all this gets uploaded. And as soon as that is administered by the sales team behind the scenes, the driver gets automatically notified. Hey, that's either not a qualified lead or they decided to stay with the competitor or it's closed in one, you're going to receive this much. 
Um, so I'm really, really excited to share this with people. And um, you can get a hold of any of us. Uh, you can get a hold of me. You can get a hold of Angelique. Um, Angelique, you run business development, right, for AirVote? Is that yeah, your, one you. of your primary yeah. roles? Yes, yeah, here in the in the U.S. and uh, also together in Tina, but the sanitation world, I'll try to cover and uh, do my best to do. And and like you mentioned already, you know, you mentioned one of the customers, um, you know, already getting a head start. And maybe you want to share. I don't know if we still, if you wanted to do that later, how they actually. You just mentioned with Airlead. You know, it is really the follow-up is important. What do you do with the data? And that's the same with AirVotes. Like having this no toilet paper, you can say, okay, how fast do I respond to that? Or do I use it as an upsell? So right. maybe to hear that from a customer is, I think, the best. So I don't know if you have some time to share that video. Yes. Yeah, let's, uh, hey, let's uh, play it now. Uh, that that would uh, give, uh, give the insight in uh, how the business uses uh, AirVote and uh, what was the value it gives. Can you tell me a little bit about AirVote? We've put those in every unit that we have. Every um, unit? Every unit, Everywhere. yep. Instruction, event, handicap, everything. And we put them in our restroom trailers as well. If we get a sad face vote, we get an email immediately. So that goes directly to our route manager in real time, as long as it's not after hours, that gets followed up on. One of the things that I've heard or seen on some of the Facebook groups is that, oh, you'll just get a bunch of people that are just being jerks and they'll just take all these bad votes. You'll get bad votes all day long, maybe. Okay, but for the most part, they're legitimate comments of this doesn't have any toilet paper. Somebody has purposefully defaced this and been disgusting or something like that. We use that opportunity to call the customer on record and say, hey, we just got a notification in real time from the air vote. It says there's no toilet paper. How many people do you have on that job site? We probably got 40 people out there. Okay, well, do you want us to do twice a week? Do you want an extra service now? Do you want another unit? And that yep. in itself is just worth a huge amount of just efficiency yeah. savings that come from that. And Absolutely. I, I saw the advert for it and I dismissed it at first. I thought, oh, it's just another gimmicky type thing. And then when I watched the video mm -hmm. and I spoke to Angelique, I thought, started to see the potential in it and then she said to me she'd already got it in restrooms and that people were using it and the feedback had been really cool and in a mm -hmm. market where everybody's got pretty much the same toilets the restrooms are restrooms and you can do things to improve what you offer but it's about service and it's about responding to feedback it just makes perfect sense to me i'm a great fan of it we also found that we have a lot less graffiti in our units because people are playing with their phone and scanning a qr code instead of playing with markers a bit unexpected perhaps but it makes perfect sense doesn't it yeah definitely an unintended consequence but we have seen a noticeable difference in that alone so win-win <laughs> Just like uh, in this video showing, we're, we're very grateful to uh, have that feedback from our client, uh, J-Bar, Dave and Tennis, that uh, uh, shows, uh, shows the reality and the real daily use of the, of the business. That's the dream that we as mm -hmm. the providers can, can get. Seeing our clients saying, hey, uh, it also decreases graffiti. Uh, things that we never even thought about, uh, that uh, this, uh, this cure smile is will impact 
graffiti levels in the restrooms. So hearing this from the clients, it's, it's been amazing. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I think uh, the values of upsell also gives us additional leverage to go to others and saying, hey guys, there's real money in, in this. And, and again, this is not something that we even thought when these three QR smiles appeared in, in our heads uh, in 2019. But uh, it's just the world of the having a business like this. It's amazing because you, you don't know where it leads you. And if you keep the year to the ground, then it gets you to the right place, I guess. So, you know, you bring up something and many of my viewers are entrepreneurs. Many of the, I think many people today are entrepreneurs with COVID and with everything else. Maybe you guys could talk to my audience a little bit of what it's been like to transition, say, from a corporate Microsoft guy for 10, 12 years in IT. And now you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're a startup. You're, you know, the buck stops with the both of you and you have to make it happen. Talk a little bit about, to my audience about what it's been like to be uh, sort of an entrepreneur and an owner. Well, that's that's actually for me. It was a at one time a impossible dream uh, coming true, uh, exchanging of course for a paycheck because because there is no uh, paychecks are not coming. You rely on the on the business itself, but it gives you that uh, that ability to impact the ability to closely impact the customer. Having uh, experience in the large companies, which I'm super grateful for, working with uh, hundreds of uh, smart people who are way smarter than, than I, could, I could have imagined myself to be, uh, and, and also working on the high scale things, like where, say, say managing a, a $15 million budget is a, like a no big deal. So that, that coming from that, I see that the difference is that you there, you, you are part of the big machine. And uh, I always dreamed, and it's, it's not for everybody, but uh, for me, I always dreamed to, to actually run my own machine and, you know, use this muscle. It's sort of like a gym, corporate uh, world. I see it as a gym where you really build the muscle. Some, some people remain in the gym and that's fine. So, and, but some people say, I want to go climb that mountain. So, and that's, you know, AirVote is the mountain that uh, at least for me, I chose to, to switch to and use some of the things, cross group collaboration and team building and some of the leadership things that I was fortunate to learn in the corporate world, apply it here, apply it directly for the sake of the customers. And, uh, and, and Angelique, Angelique, what's it been like to do it with your husband? And, you know, because because I don't know that every husband and wife could work together, but many do, especially in the portable Russian business. You know, Tim and Becky Peltzer in, in Iowa work hand in glove with one another. It's beautiful to watch. But talk a little bit about what it's been like to work uh, and whether you were scared or, you know, you weren't sure or talk a little bit about that. No, no, that's a good question, because maybe five years ago, I was like, oh, I would not be, because as you know me, I'm very straightforward, yes. and Dimitri is the engineer, so by combining, you know, both of our qualities, we found out in our personal life, you know, if we do it together, we're pretty strong, you know, we make things happen, and now to be able to use that in a business environment, to me, that has been amazing, you know, and in general, I always love the customer contact, you know, talking with a customer who has like 60 clinics, you know, and then getting a text message from somebody who just started up their sanitation 
business and sends us a picture of the first unit they build up and they put in their sticker. It just won my heart, you know, oh. that is just, and then I, I really starting to love the sanitation world, just seeing on social media, how the businesses help each other. I, uh, through my banking background and my mathematical background, I've been, you know, around a lot of businesses, but I have never seen how they really help each other through social media. There's, there's not like competition, even if it's in the same area and say, hey, you know what, can you send a driver out there? Because, you know, I don't have time or, you know what, I'm just struggling with the winter. What are ways you uh, approach this? And I have a lot of respect for all the pros out there, big and small, because I would not be able to do that, drive around. And uh, so if we can help bringing, you know, the image up by having a restroom clean and the communication between the user and the person you know, who owns the business and provide better quality, I'm too thumbs And it, it, it's really fantastic. And I have to tell you, this is why I like you guys so much because I've been doing this for 30 years, right? So so like this is, the, 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 the toilet side of the world has been part of my, I don't know, existence. And I never thought I was going to get into portable toilets. I mean, like whatever, but I've always been in business development. Um, and, and I have really enjoyed the things that you mentioned. The PSAI, the Portable Sanitation Association International, is the is the trade association that I'm a member of and you're a member of, um, and many other pros are, and they're incredibly generous with education and awareness. Um, and I, I uh, would tell all my viewers if you're interested in this and you're in Reno, February first through fourth, uh, Airvote is going to have a booth and they're going to be talking about Air Lead, which I'm excited about. I'm going to be in attendance, so if you want to meet us in person. Um, and you can get out there, uh, come on out to, 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 to the PSEI in Reno. Um, but that's really, I have a desire for the rest of my days above ground to help this industry improve and get up to a higher level, higher quality. It's all about my playbook process. You know, I'm writing some playbooks for some brand new people getting into the portable toilet business. And I'm helping others that have been in for 13 years, like J-Bar, to tweak their playbook you know, so they can they can achieve their desired outcome of growing their business, right? Or adding a new type of service. Um, and, and the other thing too about the the industry, it's all about networking. So uh, if, if you're open and you want to ask questions and talk to people, there's all these different groups on Facebook. Um, and I see you guys posting and I post. And uh, so it, it is a lot of fun and it is very satisfying. You know, it's very satisfying um, when I walked up to J bar, I was in their yard and I opened every, to- I opened a bunch of toilets and there's the air vote. I'm like, yep, that's, that's it right there. And then I enjoy talking about it. And I really appreciate you guys coming on today, um, to spend some time. We've, you know, we've been on for almost an hour or whatever it is, and we're all busy. And I really appreciate, um, your time, um, to do that. And, and we'll have to maybe get Vlad on for a follow-up, uh, so he doesn't feel left out, but he's on vacation. Everyone needs a good vacation. And you guys just got back from vacation, right? You were on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to make you too jealous, but yeah, you've seen some nice images on Facebook. So we were very fortunate uh, to go out with the whole COVID and they will stop cruising soon. What we found out, but we got very lucky. Yeah. We did some nice, nice destinations, some beach, some wildlife. I like the photograph with some animal on on Dimitri's head or something. There was some, what, the sloth or what was it? 
something. A howler monkey. There you go. Even better in Belize. Even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a fun trip. Well, listen, I'm going to let you guys close out. Anything you want to say to the audience? I want to hear from both of you. Uh, and then we'll, 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 we'll probably wrap this up. So, so, so go ahead, Dimitri, and then we'll let Angelique, the boss, uh, conclude. <laughs> um, wise man, that's right. Uh, yeah, I uh, what what I wanted to say is uh, about the air lead and uh, the partnership uh, that uh, you helping us with. I ju just wanted to say thanks uh, for turning uh, the QR codes again. QR code is a, is a QR code, and uh, it is the apl application of it that creates the value. We we have created a platform, but we don't know all the thousand uh, places where the platform can really help the businesses in some of the unorthodox way. And they've you brought one of those unorthodox ways uh, that we could never even imagine. And uh, because of you that early even even the term, I think you, you coined the term early there. So and that's just wanted to say thanks, super grateful for, for you being out there and being the front end as a, as a true partner for the ALE the program there. Well, you're very welcome. And um, I, I know that in life, many of us are giving, like a lot of people uh, generous and giving, it's about receiving too. And I can't say enough good things and compliment both of you in, in the process we went through to get to the partnership, right? So it was two new things. I don't have the technical side that you have at all, but I do have a program that works. And all we did is brought them together yep. and we're, we're trying it out with like three people right now. And we're going to get feedback from them. We're going to improve it. Um, but it's, it's available to anyone. And it's, it is a testament to how good a human beings you both are. And then you're able to open to new ideas. And I appreciate you being open to my ideas and then also partnering with me on it. So uh, the feeling is very mutual, uh, Dimitri. And I'm, I really appreciate you sharing that. So yeah, let's uh, meet uh, in another year, Dave, and, uh, and uh, uh, see uh, really how the businesses use it. And hopefully yes. we'll have uh, hundreds of the businesses really bringing tangible dollars well, you're, you're going to be connected to their growing. You're going to be connected to teamwork. So, so when the driver gets compensated with a little extra, he feels really good. They yeah. want to go after it, right? I had one client, I won't mention them. They wanted to maybe try it with one driver and they've got a whole bunch of drivers. And I'm like, no, if you're going to do it, show them all. Because the unintended consequence of that is everyone else feels, well, how come I didn't get it? Or, or so, so just introduce and that's what they're going to do and everyone is enthused to get it right so like every driver i talk to about it they're like yeah i know where that stuff is yeah yeah all the time whatever um so it's air vote or air lead by air vote and follow your process is what we what we refer to it is going to help pros who are open to new ideas that want to build camaraderie it builds camaraderie between the sales team and the drivers so so the driver and the sales team you know, they get updated from the sales team. Hey, you close your lead. Or I encourage salespeople to go right along with the driver, especially at the early stages, to teach them what a lead is and what it isn't and why it's qualified or why it's not qualified. And then we all have to take our lumps. The other guy got the business. We didn't get it. But it's good that you tried. It's good that you asked. Um, so, so there's so many things embedded inside of it. 
that, 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 that gives me satisfaction. So, so let's close this out. Angelique, um, give us a few parting words here for, for my audience. Uh-oh, that's a tough one. I can only agree with what you guys just all said. I'm very thankful that we met, David, and I'm looking forward for a long-term relationship. It's still, you know, when I think about opening the magazine and seeing a picture of myself in the restroom, that was not my future, uh, you know, what I was thinking, but, you know, it's all for, you know, a great, and, you know, like I said, thankful for so many things and looking forward to a great partnership. And thanks again for having us here in the show, inviting us and showing our face. You're, wel you're welcome. And now I can, when, when I bring it up, I'm going to say, watch episode episode one of season two, you can learn all about air vote and air lead. And that helps me and it helps you, right? Because then people, when they come to you, they're already aware of what it is, right? So if they don't like this, they didn't, they don't want to do air vote, you know, whatever, then they don't have to come and talk to us. And that, that actually is a, is a gift to you and a gift to me. Um, and we're going to have a lot of fun in Reno. I'm really excited that you guys are going to be exhibiting there. Um, and, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone watching today. Uh, if you want to be on this uh, follow your process, I'm open. I'm still batting a thousand. I'm the 67 people that I've talked about. All 67 want to be on the podcast, so I've got some good stuff. And we're lining up season two. We're going to be going weekly uh, this year. I took a little break last year for various reasons. It's good to take a break every once in a while, but uh, we're, we're going to be we're going to be coming at this uh, weekly. Um, so. Please stay tuned. Please follow. Please like. Please share. Um, I, I, uh, I don't really care about the numbers, but if you like what you saw, share it with your people um, and get a hold of me or get a hold of Angelique or Dimitri if you're interested in their vote. Thank you guys for being on. Thanks.